What happened to the Les Mis? It was a song I didn't like. Oh. Welcome back to the Bull and the Badger podcast. I'm Vanessa. I'm the Bull. What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Oh, wait a second. You're the Badger now. <laughs> oh. Take that. Should we record that? No, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> well. that on you, didn't we? <laughs> that was Vanessa. She's actually the Badger, and I'm April, I am the Bull, and this is the Bull and the Badger, a podcast where Asian American culture and mental health intersect. It's also an offshoot of my documentary, The Laundromat, and more on that later. All right, so today we're discussing um, holidays, and we are recording this um, during the holiday season, although you may be listening to this at any time, at any place, so we're going to try to make it as relevant as possible um, by kind of just covering ground where time you spend with family. And, you know, maybe this is a little biased because obviously uh, we both live in L.A. and our families are pretty local, so we have the opportunity to we're just we're just close. big sigh yeah <laughs> the sigh of the holidays <laughs> yeah for better or for worse we are close to our families and in proximity and we go there every time something happens birthdays anniversaries um holiday it's our anniversary made for you and me do you know that song i don't and but the way that you're staring at me is a little intense, <laughs> which makes me believe this is a real kind of anniversary of sorts, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm like awful at tracking dates. It's our anniversary of looking at each other. For the first time. <laughs> See, now it sounds like something real and not just like April was staring intently at me while she sang some song I didn't know. Did you write it for me? No. <laughs> That's right. Now you get to feel uncomfortable too, just like we did over the holiday. <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> I'm all about bringing it back. Bring it back to the subject at hand. Well, how, you know, we're coming off, we're actually right in the middle of the holidays. Um, yes. So, so how is your Christmas and Thanksgiving, if you want to go as far as that? Oh, yeah. I mean... Uh, Thanksgiving, um, my family and I went to Hawaii. It was all of us. And just for some background, basically, when I talk about my family and traveling and spending time with them, it's not only my, um, my immediate family, like my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and my sister's um, husband, and um, my niece. But um, I'm also talking about my grandma and my aunts and uncles and my cousins. And there's about like... Anytime 
it could be like 12 to 16 of us hanging out at mm-hmm. once. So um, it's nice. It's nice because when you have a larger family, things are a little more diffused in terms of like <laughs> attention paid. And right now, a lot of the attention is focused on my niece, which yay. She's the first grandbaby. <laughs> yeah, the first the first grandbaby for um, my parents and the first great grandchild for the whole family. So, you know, um, she's kind of the star of the show, mm-hmm. which, you know, as a middle child, I feel like mixed feelings about. <laughs> oh, wow. Just kidding. I'm like, yes, let's all look at Alexa because <laughs> I don't want to talk about things in my life, you know. Um, but um, do you feel that way? Like when you're with your large family, like you don't want to have to talk about your life sometimes I think it depends on where you are in your life like right now like not too much has changed and sometimes you just want to give a good report do you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. like right now I'm like just meh about work I'm just like I think a lot of my outside commitments are a lot more exciting but I don't always want to talk about them because then it seems like I'm not focused on um uh, and it seems like I'm not focused on whatever the job is. And I think there's that's something that a lot of people don't understand about what I do and what I went to school. So, I mean, just to go into it really quickly, um, just to really jump into this. Um, during Christmas, I had a, uh, a tiff with one of my family members because obviously I went to film school. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking about what I want to do later. And... Um, to me, there's a difference between uh, career and passion. I mean, they can be, they can overlap, but they don't always have to be the same. And I've had to come to terms with um, the fact that you don't always get paid to be a documentary director, like out of school or, you know, everybody kind of has this idea that, that you're gonna be, going to school and you become a director and then you get paid to do these things but you well, know everyone starts has to start somewhere you yeah know? like especially with those kinds of jobs like you have to be okay with not making money for a while yeah and I, I think like like the thing was I was saying that I could do um reality post-production for a very long time and get pretty well compensated and still do my documentary stuff on the side and when I see mean on the side it's not like oh, they're kind of like hobbies or, do you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm still making things that, you know, I'm passionate about and I'm going to spend a lot of time on it, but it doesn't mean that it's no longer the focus. And then they are kind of disdainful because they're like, didn't you go to school for that? You know, like, just, um, like, wait a second. You spent all that money and now you're not going to do that for what you want. And I was like, well, and I was trying to, like, backtrack because, like, I'm not going to, try to justify my life to Mm -hmm. this person but at the same time um you know there's always a part of me that's like a a little bit critical of myself Uh that i'm not doing documentary all the time or that i'm not more focused on getting that thing you know which um you know i'm already like gonna be shooting a short doc next month And I'm going to be helping my friends produce something. And I'm in talks to maybe creative executive produce another doc. So, like, that's the thing. Like, (laughs) like, I can't explain that to this family member without, like, there's just a disconnect. And so, I mean, part of it, too, is, like, the interaction and, like, the patterns you fall into when you're with your family. And so I'm always kind of, like, the kind of sputtering buffoon (laughs) 
you know, who doesn't make sense most of the time. And so like for me to have to explain it, like we'll, we'll never have like a civil conversation unless the, the playing ground is level. Right. You know, and until we, until I can be respected by this person, then I don't think like I can have a discussion about what my life goals are and, you know, how I'm going to achieve my dreams and stuff like that, because it's always going to be, um, a non-discussion it's always going to be a critique so you know and i kind of let other people around me diffuse the situation instead of me just going you know what i don't have to take this you know like i just don't have the like it's almost like you have to be ready for like a one-two punch like sometimes like like if you know you're gonna go into a situation where you have to make small talk with family, then sometimes like I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what, what should I say about this or that without like either boring them with details or kind of, you know, getting to like making them worried about this or that. Cause like most, most of the issues in your life aren't going to like, they're not going to solve themselves by talking to anybody or they're not gonna, they're not that big of a deal. But I think sometimes like my family dynamic is to freak out about things. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> So, which is why we keep secrets from each other. Mm -hmm. That's what I figured out is Mm -hmm. that they tend to get over worried or they get everything is catastrophized. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just not that big of a deal or, or we, we don't want other family members to worry about us. But I, you know, I just think that, um, Sometimes introducing a little honesty <laughs> into the setting is is refreshing and nice and a good change because then it, it just ups everyone's level of like treating each other as adults, you know, right. and that's always going to be probably a struggle with any family is having the older adults treat the adult children like no longer children. Right. Um, you know, uh, it's funny. Um, that reminds me of something that Ira Glass said on a really old episode of This American Life. Um, and the title of the episode was Adult Children. <laughs> And, and he was speaking to his mom or something like that. And he was like, so correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I think it's like to have adult children. <laughs> it's sometimes they want to be treated like adults. Sometimes they want to be treated like children. And you never know which is which. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a minefield. <laughs> to which his mother said... I, I don't know. I remember. I only remember that part. We should just make something up for her. <laughs> she said something like wise <laughs> or chuckled softly to herself because she probably has a good radio voice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about your holidays, though. Thanksgiving. Well, no. And... I mean, like, well, you brought it up, so. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you think that you have been able to sort of handle situations better like have you come up with certain like tactics um or like a certain mentality or mindset when you sort of spend time with your family during the holidays i think with certain family members it's like you can only concentrate on a few at a time so i was like a little blindsided by that family member because i was negotiating like this other like relationship do you know what i'm saying so like um if i knew uh like I would have to talk with this aunt or uncle about this or that, then that other family member like that I wasn't expecting to have tension. Although, I mean, I kind of expect to have that tension with this person all the time, but, um, I guess like, uh, 
you know, um, there, there's, there's sometimes when I can be prepared, but I think, I think I was just, yeah, I was running around too much to really be prepared to, to duke it out. And I think nobody wants to duke it out during the holidays. I kept replaying it in my mind after it happened and I was kind of kicking myself, but I was like, what else was I supposed to do? Uh, I guess we were just all watching basketball because it was an NBA kind of Christmas, and um, which is what our family usually does. Uh, uh-huh. And my dad put it really well. He's like, we're either going to be focused on um, my niece or we're going to be focused on basketball and, and just kind of sitting. So we we're just kind of, you know, taking a break from focusing on my niece. And we were sitting in front of the television. And, all 16 of you or whatever? Um, No, actually, there was only like three other people in the room. Okay. You know, and um, everybody else was like, yeah, everybody else, I think, literally was watching my niece sing the wheels on the bus (laughs) over and over and over again, which is awesome. And then it's not. But then most of the time it's awesome. And then it goes back to being awesome. Yeah, no, it's so funny. It's just I think kids are funny anyway um, on the next podcast. (laughs) But, um, you know, uh, so uh, I was commenting on a commercial I think. And then this person like whipped around and extrapolated that. Um, oh, <laughs> I remember the commercial. The commercial was um, about that rock reality show. Oh, yeah, yeah, Johnson. yeah. Oh, Jillian Michaels is on that too. <gasps> is she really? I think so. Oh, yeah, it's like. Um, he whipped someone into shape or something. Yeah, like it's yeah. like. I forget what it's called. It's supposed, I think it's really catchy, but like not the catchy. Courage or something like that? No, it's know. like. I don't know, like we can just look playing it up, for we'll keys. Just guess. Yeah, let's, keep <laughs> let's just keep guessing. <laughs> Looking it up is for losers. <laughs> Google a. Um, Google. Yeah, I'm not gonna Google a that. <laughs> okay, so you're watching <laughs> um, basketball. I was, well, and then the commercial comes up about you know Rock doing the Rock Rock Johnson, you know, saving people's lives by like giving them like. I'm Dwayne the Rock Johnson and I can help your life and you can do it too. And they're like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's the gist of the show, I think. Right. Um, And uh, I was like, okay, guys, if you really love me, you would have Dwayne the Rock Johnson come and save my life. And they were like, (laughs) why? What is your life need saving from? I was like, oh, like, I don't know. We could just make something up. It doesn't have to be real, guys. (laughs) You know, like how how many times do people make up these? Well, that's that's probably... (laughs) Not a kosher thing to say. Um, uh, so anyway, so, um, and then, I don't know. I forgot how it came to, like, start talking about, you know, like, I think I said, well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be um, doing film as a career. Mm-hmm. And then that person was like, what? You went to a school for that. And like, that was this, that was a discussion that was, you know, like that I mentioned before. It's like, yeah, I think like when I make money, it might not be through documentary. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I think people have these misconceptions about how movies work and like mm-hmm. how you make your money back. And right. documentary is definitely not a money making enterprise. And you know, if we can break even, that would be, that would be sick. Like (laughs) if I could make break even for the laundromat, like I'd be sitting pretty right now. I'd I'd get, I'd, I'd get all the dough (laughs) and then it would go back into the movie. So, you know, um, 
but yeah, it was just kind of, um, I think a misunderstanding about what I meant by those words and what she meant by her words. Cause like, I didn't want to talk about side projects. I mean, part of it might be just that like, I'm, I'm the type who like, well, one is conflict avoidant, but two, like, um, I didn't want to get so frustrated that I was going to cry at a family gathering. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like one of those things where it's like, well, yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. But so, so how did it end? So it just stopped like right there? Yeah. I mean, like, um, one of the other family members who's in the room was just like, like, like these guys, they said, well, they said directly to the other family member. It's like, I think they're shorthand for like, like, let's not get into it. Yeah. Cause Vanessa's being ridiculous. Uh-huh. And like also it's just like saying, well, no, I mean, it doesn't mean that I'll never do documentary. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably will like down the road, but right now, like you said, like yeah. right now, like I can't make money doing that. Right. You know? So like there's kind of like an eye roll and a dismissal of the issue, but it's, you know, I always figure like it's there somewhere added to the stack of things of evidence that Vanessa is wasting her life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. It's it's especially hard when it's your family members. It's like sometimes when you have these kinds of discussions with friends, like you can have the exact same discussion, but it's like a totally different experience. Whereas when it's like, you know, a family member, it, it's just so much more painful and sad and like hurts you like very, because I think that it's very like historical and it's very linked to very old things you know and it's Mm. not necessarily like the issue at hand it's like the issue at hand plus 20 plus years before that of other stuff you know Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. not necessarily about this thing it's like what michelle was saying whatever order we play this these podcasts (laughs) but like you know like you think it's about you know item a you know but it's actually item like b through z you know um I think like I don't know. No, I think I think you're right. I think um there's like precedence for mm-hmm. this kind of argument. And then it's like the old patterns that just replay and stuff like that and um you know it's all about like finding more productive patterns with family, but I think that like you said is harder. Like with friends I think there's there's more forgiveness. Because most of the time you choose each other, Mm -hmm. you know, most of the time you're like, we are still invested in each other for these particular reasons. And then you value the discussion and the, and the investment. But then, um, you know, like with family, it's like, and it's that old adage, you can't choose them, you know, you're stuck with them. And, um, because you're stuck with them, I think like, and it, and maybe this is this doesn't make sense at all. Like logically, if you're stuck with them, you would want to try to change things or make things better. But I think there's less like. I think that you can there that you can change things. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, realistically, if you want to change things, you can only change yourself. Right. You can only change what you bring to the table how are you react, you know, what your expectations are and stuff like that. Um, I mean, not that, that your family member couldn't change, but like they have to want to change, you know, sure. and you can only be responsible for yourself. Um, 
I know when I get into those kinds of arguments that are like old arguments, you know, they might be on the surface about something new, but it's just the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's about like, you know, feelings of, you know, when somebody makes me feel powerless or like my opinion doesn't matter. Um, and it's like, it's funny. It's like, you just go into it being so hopeful that it'll be different, but it's like, no, if this has been the way it's been my entire life, then it's foolish of me to think that it, it would be different. Mm-hmm. You know what they say? Like, uh, what's that saying? Um, insan- insanity is oh, doing the, the same, same thing over again. Expecting, expecting something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you kind of have or, to go in just expecting what is probably going to happen, but also like, um, uh, protecting yourself, I suppose. Um, and not getting your hopes up that'll be different, which will make the same pattern suckier, you know, like a, right. like a, like a rude awakening or like a reminder of like how crappy it is or whatever. And also I think like, I'm, I'm not like, you know, a therapist or anything like that, but like, just as like a friend speaking to a friend, like I would say your family member's opinion doesn't, isn't more important than your own and what's happening in your life, you know? And just because he or she, you know, reacts in that certain way in like a kind of authoritative or accusatory way, like that's not, that doesn't stand, it doesn't mean anything really, you know? Like you know what you're doing. Um, you know the realities of the industry that you're in, you know? And like, it's like, it's like speaking two different languages you know, and expecting there to be communication. And that's a certain point. Sometimes you just have to be like, look, we just speak two different languages, you right. know? And I wish that we spoke the same language because then we could communicate. But for now, I'm just going to accept that, that this person doesn't speak my language and, and, and be okay with that, I guess, or, mm-hmm. or just live with it because you're right. Like you can't, you can't control, um, you know, and like friends, you can't control whether they're in your life or not. Like they just are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I guess expectations and and not thinking that someone else's opinion of you like counts for so much, even though it's hard. Like with family, they do it counts a lot, you know, because they're they've been with you since the beginning. But but um, yeah, I, I think it's one of those difficult lessons that we kind of all have to learn you know at a certain point like I'm just gonna live my life and stop trying to convince this person that it's good or bad or whatever you know right no I hear you I mean I'm only saying that because like that's something that I myself have done you know where Mm -hmm. it's like I still get caught you know I still get caught in like hoping for better or different you know but I think that like like deep breaths, <laughs> not reacting um, immediately by what someone says, you know, and just kind of being like, okay, you know, this is what it's like. And just kind of like be the bigger person mm-hmm. and like, you know, go somewhere else, do something else, re- remove myself from the situation, mm-hmm. you know, until I calm down or cool down or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do you do a lot of prep work before you go to family gatherings? I don't think I do prep work. I think I just kind of try to remind myself, like, um, you know, something gets me riled up. Something someone says gets me riled up. Just kind of, like, take a deep breath 
and don't react, you know, and just like walk somewhere else in the house or something like that. Um, it's actually not been happening a lot lately, which is, I think is nice. Um, yeah. And, uh, um, like I had a really pleasant Christmas and it was really nice and there were other people there. So that kind of helped and stuff. And, um, yeah, it was good. And I think like just kind of understanding your own limits, like I know that I can't spend more than two days at my parents' house. Like, whether that's not necessarily saying anything bad about them, maybe that's just saying like I just have a limit, you know, mm-hmm. of like whatever I am infusing into that situation. Like I just sure. like have a limit, and it's healthier for me to remove myself after two days than to be like I can be better, you know, and then like force myself to feel mm. like uncomfortable. Um, and I think that's just not just with my family, both friends too. Like I just have a limit, like sure. Being an introvert and wanting to hide away <laughs> and not be around anybody yeah. for like long stretches of time. Right. <laughs> yeah. I always think, oh man, it's so awful to like have to meet new people or make small talk. And then I remember there's introverts in this world <laughs> to which it is extremely more difficult and awful. And I'm like, it's almost like comparing yourself to like third world. Like other people don't have food on their <laughs> Exactly. Eat, so eat your mush. <laughs> You're right. Oh, mush. Mush. Favorite holiday meal and favorite holiday tradition not to not to like completely switch gears but i do want us to kind of like explore the good and the bad so something that you're that my family makes only during the holidays yes okay um well two filipino things that um i'm so excited (laughs) my mouth actually started watering already (laughs) one of them we had for thanksgiving um well my sisters and i call it orange soup because it looks like orange soup um wow. it's like a stew and um it's called curry curry i think that's how you say it um don't look at me it's an oxtail stew Oof. with um crushed peanuts and crushed rice and oh crushed God. toasted rice and um lots of veggies and i think it was ham hocks instead of oxtail this year because i think i accidentally bought ham hocks but it still worked um Essentially, it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then another one that I like to eat is... Oh, I requested it for New Year's. <laughs> I think it's called marcon. And um, what it's supposed to be is, like, a piece of beef that's, like, cylindrical. And then you, like, you make a hole. So it becomes, like, a big, huge tube of meat. And you <laughs> stuff it. But I think that's really hard to do if you're not, like... A professional restaurant and oh. so what my mom does is you buy like a flank steak and you oh. you know roll it and mm-hmm. you put the stuff inside mm-hmm. so inside the flank steak is like um hard-boiled egg dill pickle um carrot i think maybe celery maybe not um sausage wow. like all stuffed inside and then you you stew that in um in a uh, tomato sauce <gasps> I didn't think it could get better, but <laughs> it just did. It just officially. 
There's something that the the dill pickle, like the flavor, it like seeps into the meat and the outside. Like it makes it just add something to it that's really amazing. Well, I bet the tomato sauce kind of like sweetens. Yeah. And then like the dill and the, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. It's really good. My mom doesn't make it very often because it's a pain to make. I can imagine. (laughs) Does it take like hours for it to stew? I think so. Yeah. Really good. What about you? What are your favorite? Well, I would have talked about more foods. about Marcon, but right, <laughs> um, and I thought my holiday foods were awesome. Uh, strangely enough, they're mostly around Thanksgiving because I think Thanksgiving was always the thing that we always make this. Whereas, like other holidays, since it's like Asian American, you know, like <laughs> it could be prime rib one year, and then this year we had like. Um, crab legs which was like awesome Ooh, that's awesome oh yeah. maybe we could do that today oh seafood yeah i was thinking boiling crab <laughs> I, wanna, I mean like boiling crab or korean barbecue i don't know like how do you choose it's you not, can't do second dinner with that that's sophie's choice right there choice. totally inappropriate <laughs> reminding us to cut that part so um what we do is uh my grandpa used to um, buy this big roast pig and it's that roast pig that um, where the skin is really crispy and then the fat's still attached to it yeah. and then you get the rest of the um, really delicious brined pork. And, is it Chinese? Uh, yeah, it's Chinese and it's like do you get a hundred like hanging sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They like they hang them next to the ducks and stuff yeah. like that and it's so good. That's it's awesome. a suckling pig. That's yeah, a yeah. roast suckling pig and um, Do you put the, the apple in the mouth no no that's like a white thing but we what? keep the, we keep the face there Did you say hawaii thing white we do that tar really of that yeah what does the apple do it's decoration oh lechon for mm-hmm. lechon mm-hmm. huh not i mean not everybody but i've seen it a couple times here and there oh, okay maybe it's just like a display thing probably we doesn't should, do anything. We could Google <laughs> the that. The pig isn't going to go honk, honk, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this dulls the pain. <laughs> Nobody's Googling that now. <laughs> Googling. Um, but uh, so that was a huge uh, family tradition. And it's kind of a great appetizer, um, main course, and everything else. Because it just makes really good leftovers. Yeah. Eat it cold. Eat yeah. it hot. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Does everybody take the skin off first? Yeah, yeah, except for the healthy people. There's just like one person in my family who doesn't really like the skin. So we're like, oh, more fuss. That's fine. That's perfect. The other thing is... Uh, Don't put anything with fried skin around me and my sisters. Because it'll just like you look back, it's gone naked. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. Oh, my gosh. We um we kind of recently had uh, that, but it was lechon. It's like from this like specific market out in Northridge. It's so good. Anyway, so... Um, the other thing is turkey jook and like, yeah. Oh yeah. You made that last Thanksgiving. Did I, did I make it? Yeah. You made a huge pot of it. Remember? Oh my gosh. I, I think cause I was getting my mom to teach me how to make it. And so, yeah, you just throw in the carcass, you boil it down. Um, my family likes to add this specific like root that's like really intense. Um, and then if you're, I don't know, but (laughs) It's like when you ask your mom, like, how do you make this thing? They're like, 
oh, you know, put a little of this, put a little of that. And you're like, what does that mean? So I was like, what root is this? She's like, I don't know. I should buy it at the Chinese market. And I'm like, well, that's really going to help me like when I want to go make this. But it comes out sandy. And like... The root? Yeah, the root is... is it's it's like a dried vegetable that's... Um, they got sand all over it. And like, I feel like they pull it straight from the ocean or something. I'm like, where's the sand from? Where's this grit from? But you like, you cut it up into like little slices so that... If any one per- person eats it, it's not too bitter. Uh-huh. And then you wash it, and then it just helps flavor the soup. And then if you're really feeling really fancy, huh? Soup. Soup. <laughs> and you, you like you can put dried scallops and all that jazz. But um, oh yeah, that's I think that's one of those things where for some people like juk is very medicinal, but for me it's like all the time like just eat it all the time if you can <laughs> just put it straight into your mouth turkey jug <laughs> one of the great thanksgiving traditions of the e family which i love to share i think that's the other thing about um that thanksgiving that kind of thanksgiving and that specific tradition of all the different families on my mom's side just getting together because everyone's like sees each other for the first time in a long while and then we'd always have turkey joke and then I'd always invite you guys over mm-hmm. and there was like a continuation of like people just hanging out yeah and it was something that we continued after high school into college after college yeah. and then we brought the various different people yeah. in our lives oh in. man we have Vanessa's house is like food central <laughs> We have had so many different kinds of meals. Like, usually what happens, especially in high school and college, is, like, we just go to Vanessa's house and just start opening drawers and cabinets and asking what you had. And what's, what's, what's in here? I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you what's on the menu today. It's great. True I know. Story. I'm sad that we haven't done it since in a while. But. We have to figure something else out. We do. Mm-hmm. We're just going to make our own potluck, like a potluck breakfast. Because we love breakfast. No, I don't like breakfast that much. What? But you had that, like, huge breakfast that, like... Today? No. Um, oh, a couple weeks. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, when you're with other people, they're less want, they're less desirous of having spaghetti <laughs> at 7 in the morning. <laughs> Who are that these seems dummies? seems to be just, like, <laughs> Who a solitary want? experience. <laughs> Who wouldn't want Bellatra spaghetti <laughs> at 7 a.m.? I'm just saying. that's Normal people want actual breakfast food, and so I'm like, okay. As long as I have meat, then I'm like good. <laughs> I like corned beef. I've been Ooh. on a corned beef kick. Corned beef hash. Do you? Oh, do you like make it? Oh no. no. We got to. We got to figure that out. I know. I should. Wait. Did I tell you about how I made pork belly hash with sweet potato and we poached an egg? Oh my goodness. Over a bed of kimchi. Oh my goodness. That was the fanciest thing I've like made <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> Because I usually just make soup. <laughs> soup. You do make soup a lot. A lot. <laughs> so holiday tradition. Right. <laughs> We're not just going to talk about food. It's not the no. food podcast. <laughs> food part two. I actually thought about that as I was brainstorming. I was yeah. like, we should just do food part two. That's like one of our m- most popular you just podcasts. just talk forever. Uh, yeah. Really? I think so. Oh, that's, anyway. I, or at least it got the most Facebook like. Re reposts. Hmm. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I think the other thing that we want to talk about, since we're in between holidays, is New Year's in 2015, and probably when you're listening to this, it will already be 2015. <laughs> so welcome to the new Most year. Most likely, because this will not be coming out in the next five days. You don't know that. 
We just put it straight up. <laughs> Uncensored. Go. Lots of lame is gonna be happening in there. <laughs> in betweens. Um, but uh, yeah. I mean, are you excited? Do you get excited for the new year? Or are you kind of like sad for the old year? I never think about anything. <laughs> so stupid. What a stupid thing to say. <laughs> I liked it though. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think about things in those terms, I guess. Like, I I mean, when I was a kid, like, we used to write, like, resolutions and stuff. But I just don't think about things in, like, a January to December. Like, I don't know. Like, I had a roommate who would be like, last year was really bad. And I just really hope that this year is going to be better. And it's like, that's such a weird thing to say because like you have the power to make your life better (laughs) or worse or see it as good or bad at any moment. Like, why does it have to be according to a calendar year? Mm. You know, like most things don't even like school doesn't like, you know, um, coincide with calendar years and stuff like that. So I don't know. I guess New Year's don't really mean anything to me, but I have been roped into, you know, New Year's resolutions of like weight loss and things like that. Roped into not of your own volition? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like that clearly states like how I don't stick to them because I don't even know like where they come from because they're just gone <laughs> so quickly. It just like blows into town. Someone and mentioned town. something one day. <laughs> I said yes. And then it was over. <laughs> if there's anything that I want to work on, that's like a thing. But yeah. Well, what's what's the most recent resolution you actually made that you remember? Like an actual resolution, like this is a resolution. Yeah, that you like did sometime December, January. You were like, yeah. I'm sure it was a weight loss thing, but I'm mm. sure it happened like a few years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I'm You're not. not really, I'm not really good at those things. I'm not good at like setting goals and meeting them. <laughs> <laughs> don't put you that, know, on, that whole thing. Don't of, put that on your resume. Goals. <laughs> So I occasionally set goals. <laughs> don't really meet them. I don't need them. But I think you just like you have a different operating system, right? Like that you like you said, you don't need opportunities to like to like say, well, now this is the day I'm going to change my life. Yeah. Or, you know, you you're more um, kind of dedicated to like an everyday kind of experience yeah i don't know i just i'm trying to help dig you out of here no no like when people say like last year was a really bad year but this is year is going to be better something like that like it's like there's something so powerless about that Mm. and like you're just a victim of whatever in the air of like you know like whatever's (laughs) floating around you is just you know uh, forcing its will on you and you had no choice it's called the magic of the new year (laughs) and at what point does it become the old year though right like at what point you're like oh well now it's bad yeah or it's like the first bad thing that happens in the new year it's like oh well this is the bad year like i don't like that's that's really i don't like that at all i don't like and then when something bad happens go, oh no this is a bad year it's like yeah are you counting all the good things that happened before that and Mm. after that like it's like only bad things register in people's minds you know it's Mm. like why don't i mean there's just as many good things if not more you know um painful things happen but really good things happen too what are these good things i don't know your health (laughs) yeah your family as as tense as that can be sometimes like they still got your back um friends 
You forgot to mention Thoop. Thoop. <laughs> I just had to put it out there. I mean, come on. Let's be real. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you do? You do things like that, like resolutions? I think I think I'm like a flip flopper. I'm kind of like, yeah, this is the year we're resolving things, and then it's it's like the next year is like, hmm, like it's like that uh, that that uh, Death Cab for Cutie song. Like, this is. Do you crap. think Death Cab for Cutie felt weird after like Cuties became popular? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like so like mm, like. Hipster. No, they probably embraced it. They probably wear them <laughs> around. I wonder if people pelt them with cuties during concerts. We should start that if they have it. <laughs> Get arrested. But then, like, they're going to pick one up and be like, this is a Clementine. <laughs> He's like, so angry. This is a regular tangerine. <laughs> anyway, sorry. What, sorry, what, I was, what, I was what, like, exploring the possibilities. Like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but this is taking a moment to think. It's like, would it, would like a, a mutant, like cutie that came to life, would it be like a pomelo? Just, <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, pomelos. They're like large and in charge. Yeah. <laughs> pomelos, colon, large and in charge. <laughs> yeah. The stitchers that will change your life. What were you saying? The, um, um oh, I'm a flip flopper. Oh, oh, like. It just goes, so this is the new year. And it's kind of like very, um, I think I think it's skeptical of the tone. Like, mm-hmm. well, this is supposed to be the new year. Like, it's kind of, it's come in, like, instead of coming in with a bang, it's kind of comes in with a whimper or whatever they say. Um, and it's like, so things are supposed to be better now, kind of um, an attitude. But, uh, you know, what I like about, mornings and what i like about the new year is the opportunity to say okay reset and i i think like it's not like a anticipation where like sometimes i hear people go well once i retire i'm gonna do this i'm mm-hmm. like you know <laughs> ma- like you retirement retire <laughs> well <laughs> the retirement age is uh, you know different for everybody and i'm never probably gonna retire but um you know it's like you said like there's it's like why wait and some people do need that opportunity but i know that when i'm at the end of a day i'm like okay well tomorrow morning's like an opportunity to do something or to to make make it different or to you know like i can't change anything right now um and be at peace with that and then tomorrow morning like the sun will be up Mm -hmm. and we can try again Mm -hmm. you know um, not like Groundhog Day though, <laughs> but, um, definitely the new year is, um, a good marker. Like I like to have milestones in my life where, you know, um, this is when this thing ends and this is when this thing starts. So what's going to be different about that thing? And I think I'm always looking to improve things. So it's not like, um, it's not like the present's ever going to be, like there should be contentment and gratefulness in the present, but there should also be like a desire to keep keep striving or whatever. So I don't know. The new year, though I'm not very good at resolutions, I think the nice thing about resolutions is giving yourself goals again. Because I think <laughs> I'm probably a chronic goal setter and not and like not meet up with them. Mm-hmm. So if I have five and I do two, I'm like, good job. <laughs> it's like lower those expectations. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, we should uh, set some goals. I was thinking about that. I was like, well, if we do it on air, then we have to like query them out. But maybe that's better than not doing it at all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was the really fast thoughts through my okay, head. I have. Okay. I can think of one. And of course, it's so cliche, but I'm just, I need to exercise. So I might as well say that I have to exercise. Okay. But okay. then we have to make it concrete. And or how many achievable. goals are we going to come up with? One for each or two or three or what? Maybe maybe two on air and then two off air. <laughs> no, Vanessa. Come on, no more hiding. I'm hiding behind my microphone. <laughs> how about how about I think two is enough for each of us on air. Okay. And I mean you can come up with goals off air if you want, but like you can't that doesn't mean that you can just disregard these two. Yeah. <laughs> This is not an out for you. What? Are you like, this is like, you have three wishes and one of them cannot be more than wishes. <laughs> exactly. Stop putting rules on this. <laughs> All right. So, so two, okay. two goals each. Okay. So my first, well, alternate. My first goal. Oh, fuck. Man. <laughs> We're going to start on the first, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Wait, can we start when I get back from NorCal? <laughs> okay. When do you get back from NorCal? Uh, probably the first, like on the evening of the first okay so the second because if it's like a fast food thing i don't know guys <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah all right um i will exercise four days a week wow yeah what uh, what does do you want to uh define exercise it can't just walking my dog doesn't count okay because i do that all the time but i'd say maybe like start off like half an hour of exercise other than walking my dog. So that could comprise of, of uh, like running or like doing stuff, you know, in my house, like a DVD or something like that. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Four days a week. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to copy you. And also say that I'd like to exercise more, um, but for me, I'm gonna, I'm also not ashamed to say I'm just gonna get up to three days a week. Okay. And um, it's gotta be sustained activity for at least half an hour. Okay. So, uh, it could be jump roping and then, um, yeah, doing like a video. But it's also so funny that you jump rope. Or you're like the only person I know who jump ropes. Really? It's so like, do you also throw around a medicine ball and like? There's no one to throw to. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> Throw it up and catch it. Uh, I mean, you could do a medicine ball yourself, like where you're like doing sit-ups. Yeah. But or you could probably also like, you know, hold it in your arms and like lift it above your head over and over again. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. Or, like the, a kettlebell, like the, the Yeah, you you sit up and that. then you you do this. I used to do it when we were swimming. Yeah. Yeah, I used to swim. <laughs> <laughs> used to. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so sustained activity, thirty minutes, three times a three times a week. Um, but with that, um, I wanted to add something specific. Uh, shoot, what was that thing I thought of? Nope, nope, it's gone forever. <laughs> oh, oh, I wanted, um, I wanted, I wanted to put in place some goals, like in terms of, uh. Like being able to do a certain amount of push-ups and sit-ups. Okay. I don't know. Is that the same goal or is that a different goal, second goal? I, I feel like they're connected goals. Uh-huh. Because then I can measure it, you Yeah, because then that could just be a part of your 30 minutes, right? Yeah. So maybe like 
50 push-ups. Okay, that's um, a lot. Really? Push-ups are hard. Yeah. 50 push-ups at once? I Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe, but that would be by the end of the year. Okay. And, like, just keep increasing the number. Because I think, like... Maybe you really want... So you want to hit 50 by the end of the year. So maybe, like, a smaller goal would be, like, 20 in two months or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I think I could do 10 to 15 probably on my own, like, just doing it. Yeah. So that'd be five extra, which is hard to increase, like, by an increment of five. I hear everybody out there, like, kind of giggling. But that's all right. This is for me. Not for you. Not for you fit folks. Am I the rock? Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) Can you also, like, hum, like, I have the tiger? Like, while I'm doing this? Do you want me to just put you... Do you want me to make a recording of myself? Yes. I have a tiger. In fact, I'll start now. My push-ups? Excuse me. <laughs> April will be carrying the rest of this podcast. Because <laughs> after I do my push-ups, I'm going to probably collapse. So it's the sound of Vanessa vomiting. <laughs> Don't worry. She's fine. Just dry retching in the back. Excuse me. <laughs> I'll turn her over. Um, is there a second one? So we have our fitness goal. Fitness goal. Is there another goal? Maybe like healthier dynamics with people. Something that's like... Um, like concrete and achievable either healthier dynamics with people or with ourselves like how would you make that concrete and achievable um maybe like a like a daily thing that i write down that i'm grateful for or um that's not exactly what i'm looking for though i think okay what exactly are you looking for yeah, mm-hmm. just what exactly are you looking for? Don't worry. Don't think about the goal thing. Just what would you like mm. on, along those lines? Well, I, I do think I need to be more grateful. I think that's it. It helps kind of like with the happiness thing. But well, also, when I think about you, Vanessa, I don't think like that's an ungrateful person. You wouldn't think that, would you? <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of like whatever irritation or frustrations I have is partly because I, I lack a little bit of perspective. Um, and I, I think it's been on my mind lately just because I have been more irritable and frustrated <laughs> because, uh, yeah, I mean, like, uh, if I remember most of my conversations with other people, like people going, Hey, how's it going? I don't remember them as these like really super positive, like, Oh, well I'm doing this and this is really exciting. I always have to make an effort to do that to, you know, like to say, this is what's exciting. This is what's, I mean, you know, like well, I'm happy about why do you f- feel the pressure to do that because i think it's a reflection like of like like my life as a whole versus my 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 situation at the moment does that does that make sense like whereas like like if you meet me at the beginning of the day i'm like yeah you know what today's gonna be all right you know i have these expectations i think you know like this is how it's gonna go and i'm looking forward to seeing specific person for dinner then when you meet me at the end of the day i'm like frustrated and tired and like um you know like angry at everybody even though what i'm really angry is is something very specific but it's translating in over to all these other mm-hmm. parts of my life so mm-hmm. i don't know i think um i think my internal life is a lot more 
you know what? Negative. You know what I think? I mean, like... What do you think? I think that you... If that's something that's important to you, then that that's good, right? Mm-hmm. For me, if I were... I think that, like, to see you happy is really good. Um, but I, I don't... I don't want you to feel like you have to make your life seem a certain way because it's a reflection of whatever, you know? Like, sure. I would rather just see you how you feel, you know, at the moment and how you, like, are, like, so that in a way that you don't have to, like, cover things up or make things seem a certain way or spin it in a certain way. Sure. You know, like, it would just be so much more real for me if, like, you know you would want to share what you're actually thinking right. you know versus like and i don't think that that would make me think of you in a certain way you know and be like oh well vanessa doesn't have her stuff together or whatever mm-hmm. i mean like imagine how i mean i complain a lot to my friends you know and i don't i don't know if that is necessarily a bad thing because i don't i don't think i'm necessarily more a more negative person because I'm airing whatever I'm feeling at the moment, you know, like at least how I see it. I mean, maybe I'm totally wrong and maybe everyone is like totally exhausted by me, you know, but like, I don't know, like I want to be genuine, you know, with my, my experiences and what makes them a friend is that I am able to share mm-hmm. the weaknesses with them, mm-hmm. you know, um, along with like the strengths too. Right. No, I totally hear that. I think um, authenticity and feeling is 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 the way to go, and you know, authenticity and honesty and being able to air those things. And, and you know, I'm often encouraging people to do the same thing. I totally, absolutely hear that, and um, I think our our mode is to like put a good face on things and and stuff like that but in general like unrelated to say like say it's work and you're frustrated about work you know like um i'm not gonna sugarcoat how i really feel about things but you know like i'm also going to try not to like make it you, you said catastrophize something, but like, yeah, make it overblown or worse than it is, you know, um, because when I think about work now, it's it was never as bad as work two years ago, mm-hmm. you know, at the other company that I was working at. And um, so there's a reminder of that, but also like like an acknowledgement of like right now, this is not ideal, mm-hmm. you know, and like, what are you? gonna do about it how will you handle it but like i just want to approach life with a lot more um gratefulness for what i have in a sense it's like you shouldn't talk back to your parents you shouldn't do things like this you know it's just like disobedience is like so disrespectful you know and yeah, but it feels good sometimes, <laughs> you know, yeah. to to finally express myself and to tell my dad, you know, this is what I believe, and you know, right. something something that's worth fighting for. Hi everyone, this is Vanessa. 
You just heard an excerpt from my doc, The Laundromat, a personal exploration of the silence and shame in Asian American culture. If you'd like to contribute your story or learn more about the doc, visit atthelaundromat.com. That's A-T-T-H-E, laundromat, with an O, dot com. Or visit our Facebook page for the Laundromat documentary. Thanks. I think that there's a way to be grateful and allow yourself to have feelings. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. Like, you can still do both. I don't think, yeah, you don't have to suppress one for the other. And I'm not saying that gratefulness is the cure for everything either, but, you know, um, it's it's kind of like, well, what's the situation here, you know? It's like, it's like being able to take a step back. Um, like, you know, we were talking about Michelle earlier, and um, is it... Eckhart Tolle or whatever the pain body and recognizing when when pain is historic um and and is some sort of pattern and when you need to step back and write out your feelings and kind of really see see what's going on here I think um gratefulness can be integrated into that kind of step back and that examination of your life and your feelings um yeah, it's not. It's no panacea. Is that a is that a word? <laughs> I just messed that up, didn't I? Like pasueta. <laughs> oh, is it panacea? What is it? <laughs> it is panacea. Wow. <laughs> I'll go Google that now. That's a new one, Vanessa. I've never heard that right? before. <laughs> I was like, that sounded wrong. I was like. Panakia? <laughs> you yeah. got there though. You got there. <laughs> Wait, let's 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 point and laugh at me a little bit longer. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> I think we're gonna cut this right. Nobody will ever stop listening to me. No. Really, like she has nothing to say. No, because some people feel like, oh yeah, that's how you say it. I never knew that. Now I can use this word. Panacea. It's helpful. We have to say it like 50 times correctly. <laughs> panacea, panacea, panacea. Don't mess it up. <laughs> panacea. <laughs> I undid everything. Panacea. <laughs> Vanessa's still dry retching in the back. Why don't we just cut it to one goal each? Like we we did it. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Come okay, on. What's, right. your, what's your second? Well, you didn't come up with a second either. That was it. What? Okay, how about... That's not that's not measurable and, like... Writing down a something I'm grateful for? Is that really gonna, like... Okay, yeah. I okay. think I think it's, you like... You know what I think? I think... Okay, you write... You, get, you have your little dialectic journal, okay? <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> I hate those things. It's not really a dialectic journal. You just, like, you know, write a line down the middle, Okay. One side you write things I'm, you know, something I'm grateful for. So one grateful thing every day. And then on the other side, say things I am proud of myself for. And then write something on the other end. Oh, that sounds really awful. Why? Because it would be really hard. It just takes one thing. And it doesn't have to be that big. It'd Can just we be just like, do it once a week I spoke then? to whatever and, and um, helped her out doing something, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. Can it be because once I think a week? That, like, just writing what you're grateful for, like, I think it's really good in seeing the world as a, you know, 
more positive in a more positive way. But I think that we also need to work on seeing ourselves in a more positive way, you know? Okay, I'll think about it. <laughs> no, no, no. I like it. I like that idea. So one a day. One a day. I mean, I guess technically that's two a day, but one, one like entry a day for either both sides of the line. How about at least five times a week? Well, yeah. I mean, it's your goal. You're right. If you can do it five times a day or five, five <laughs> times a day. Five, five I'm going to be week, rolling. You okay, so you're going to exercise three times a day. I'm going to... Three, three times, times a week. Three times a week. I'm going to exercise four times a week. for, And then both of us is 30 minutes. And then you have your journal of things you're grateful for and things you're proud of yourself for. And... I have to. Hmm. I don't know. Finish the power of now. Ugh. I'll read a book. How about that? Just a book? Any book? Any book. I mean, like, you know, an adult book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that kind of book. That kind of adult book. <laughs> oh. Oops. No, like a, you know, like a, not a children's book is what I'm saying. But why, book. why novels are good? Huh? Why, why? Why novels? You know, I bought a couple YA novels and I was kind of like, uh, about them. Which Maybe ones? Maybe they just weren't good. So we, we have our goals. So for so sure you're doing the book thing? Yes. Do you, but do you want to say like one book, one month? Is that fast? Oh, uh, that's like average. Okay, I'll do that. Because because I'm the I'm the litmus for like people who don't finish books. I feel that my vocabulary and my intelligence has like taken a nosedive after I graduated from grad school. Because you know I'm not really exercising it as much anymore. Oh, that brain, yeah, muscle. Yeah, so I definitely want to get back into that. Okay. Yeah. But I think also give yourself breaks if, like, I don't think you have to read War and Peace in a month. No. Yeah. I think I'll, like, alternate between, like, fantasy books and then, like, non-fantasy books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Read some non-fiction, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great non-fiction out there. Well, you have to write me a recommendation list, then. It would be all audiobooks. But okay. <laughs> all right. I would totally do that for you. And you have yours. You're welcome. Your, uh, your list and your, your exercise. We both have our exercises. And we have to keep each other accountable. Okay. Put a check in like yeah. every week. Oh God, what did we do? <laughs> I know. This is what I always feel like after I've brought on more responsibility for my I'm like, what did I just do? <laughs> and then, and then we also have to be there to forgive each other. Pep talk, forgive, and uh, and encourage. Okay. Those were some sort of similar things, but okay. Oh, They're discreet enough. Ugh. Okay. And then January 1st, if we want to call it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Totally cool. No. So now we're going to do second dinners all up until yeah. January 2nd. Second dinner, second dinner. <laughs> I think we could do Korean barbecue and then see, like, boiling crab. I don't think so, dude. Unless we, like, severely under... No, because whenever I have Korean barbecue, I'm out. Like <laughs> this is like this. The you have to have a smaller. You have to pair a smaller meal with a larger meal. Yeah. Like what you did with Michelle salads and then fried chicken. That's great. Yeah, and okay, then you can't do KBBQ and then boiling crab. 
was insane. It's kind of insane. No, the last time I had a second dinner, it was sushi and then fried chicken again. <laughs> fried chicken. It was like literally, it was just laughing because of the other, on the other podcast, it was like, and the second meal always has to be fried chicken. <laughs> and it came true. <laughs> but this time it wasn't even me, like, desiring honey kettle like coveting it like from across the way it was like my friend showing up at this this bar and i thought they served dessert and she's like yeah i want dessert i want like crepes or something i was like okay this place might not have crepes but they have dessert Uh they had donuts for dessert which you know not in your traditional idea of dessert yeah and then she started looking the rest of the menu and she's like i really like fried chicken (laughs) and my heart started to sing because i was like we were meant to be friends this was meant to happen exactly <laughs> like this. We were meant to go to this bar, get delicious drinks, and fried chicken. Fried chicken. <laughs> you know, it was awesome. Um, I was driving down from LA last weekend, and I was like, had my heart set on fried chicken. You know, I was like, mm. gonna have fried chicken for lunch. But then I remembered that um, on the way home, there's this awesome oyster bar. <sighs> And so, like, I texted my friend, who is the one who took me to that oyster bar for the first pl- for the first time, and introduced me to oysters. And actually, I love them now. You know, I really hated them before, mm. but then we had oysters and other stuff too. It was awesome. Oh, and it was and really nice. It was chicken? just a nice, like, sunny afternoon, sitting in a little oyster bar, you know, trying different oysters and that stuff. That sounds really idyllic. Yeah, like, it was really nice. like with like a caesar salad can we get to the part about cakes. the fried chicken though okay did you did you get fried chicken after? <laughs> afterward because <laughs> that lunch lasted a long time like because they were real backed up and then my friend came over like in a couple hours after that and i couldn't say no you know um even though i was still really full so then we got ramen <laughs> yes. which was like at first i was like oh i don't think i'm gonna be hungry enough for this you know but it was so good <laughs> I wanted to go there with you, but my mind was still on fried chicken. Sorry. Sorry. I, if you I wonder what the shit. bedrock of Vanessa and my friendship is, wonder no further. Wings. <laughs> Twice now. Um, well, uh, uh, I mean, we could just end on that. <laughs> no, okay. to be honest. Is there anything else? Uh, Do we need to bring it back to holidays and traditions and stuff like that? We could we could summarize our points. Does Jillian and Michael ever do that? Like, so today we learned, no. or is that too? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you feel Do you feel that this was a productive podcast? Yeah. Well, yeah, and I, you know, I don't think I ever go into the intention of any conversation. Like, well, I need to learn something in this, you know, because <laughs> then it doesn't become a conversation anymore. I remember my friend talking to this girl about her depression and the girl at the end of it was like, well, that wasn't very productive. That wasn't or was? Was not. And Uh I felt like... The one who was depressed said that? Yeah. And I just, I feel like... Was she just not like responsive or... No, like... She just didn't like it or... Yeah, but I don't think the intention was to cure her of that. And that was something she was like looking for but like my friend's not a professional Mm -hmm. anyways i'm sorry so what i'm trying to say is that um yeah i think i wanted to just kind of 
talk about the holidays and like what it's like to be with family and commiserate but you know like one we made resolutions <laughs> two we you know we're learning more about ourselves and like how to interact with our family and how to kind of um approach those situations with more wisdom and grace for ourselves you know so mm-hmm. good times cool should we sing a holiday song that's what i was thinking <laughs> why didn't we start off with a holiday song then then we definitely have to end with a holiday song what song do you have a favorite see it doesn't have to necessarily be like a christmas song it just be a song that you're used to like that you associate with the holidays like i was on the bus now (laughs) no there's hand motions no (laughs) we'll teach you all the verses I know them all now. <laughs> um, well, I was just talking about this with someone, but um, uh, one of my favorites of all time is Charlie Brown's Christmas. Is there a song with words to that? I don't no, know Charlie no words. Brown very well. Oh, but we could just like hum the tune because that's pretty funny, but you don't know it, mm-hmm. so never mind. What is it? I might know it. I think I heard you it You probably recently. do know it, but my, my, my only other favorite holiday songs are the really dramatic Christmas songs. Like what? Because they're so dramatic. Like what? It's like, oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, <laughs> or we three kings of I love Roman. Christmas songs. Oh, man, I love those kinds of Christmas. I love singing in the, I think, go to church this year, probably for the first time in a really long time. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I love those songs. Yeah, it's just it's just like it's like everybody gets into the, or like oh holy night the star is brightly shining it is the night of our dear savior's birth. <laughs> I like do you always like go? <laughs> yeah, because we like regretted it instantly. We we're like everybody stop listening to our podcast again. <laughs> Again, I like uh, White Christmas. Oh, dreaming of a white that like that part. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. It's made better by you doing this like weird undulating <laughs> sway. I'm like, yes, Bing Crosby probably did it exactly like that. No, 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 no. What if we tried to sing our? You sing White Christmas and I did Charlie Brown at the uh-huh. same time. Ready? No, why did you just sing Charlie Brown? What does it sound like? That's Linus and Lucy. Oh, I was like, you're messing me up. But Something I don't... about Charlie Brown is so depressing. I was talking to my friends about that the other day. Oh, because he's a big loser? Is that why? Just the entire world. I never got it. It was just so depressing and weird. Snoopy. <laughs> Woodstock. So and anyways, how does the song go? By the way, uh, anyway. Snoopy, Woodstock, Knott's Berry Farm, Buena Park, Fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> no, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> back to back, back, back to the basics. Ready? Do 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 do. That's Linus and Lucy. No, it's not. Yeah. They must have combined it together. My sister played that on the piano. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. I don't think that's a Christmas song. Oh well, there's another one. Yeah, yeah, that's a Christmas song. 
da, da, da. <laughs> this is gonna get cut out. It's so stupid. Yeah, we we have to cut that. <laughs> it's just we terrible. have to find like a really good <laughs> cut point, but I just don't know where that is at this point. We are like way far down that path. Maybe where should we just start laughing? <laughs> that we want. Is Eric getting here? And now I'm sweating. I think we should cut it like right when we start like laughing that we had the same idea and yeah. then and then you play the song and then it's like and then you hear us like trying to hum <laughs> afterwards yeah. and all of it's awful. Okay, just you singing "White Christmas," undulating, streaming. You know, it sounds terrible when I sing it. it sounds like a uh, Trent Reznor singing it or something. <laughs> like, uh, like really a. Uh, no, if you Scary. if it was if it was Trent Reznor, I'd be like, uh, I'm for like three minutes. <laughs> uh, boom, boom, uh. like it's just like. Ugh. And anything else? Do you have Trent Reznor? <laughs> He's gonna capture me in the night. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. suckers. <laughs> <laughs>